It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. I guess no news is good news when it comes to an update on Damar Hamlin. And uh, there's been a lot of speculation, some reports, but I'm going to wait till we get official reports here. But uh, as it stands of this morning, no real updates there. The NFL says the Bills and Bengals will not be played this week. We'll look at some of the options as we move forward with that. Can you reschedule that? Can you move the playoffs back a week? We'll uh, talk about that with Chris Sims from NBC Sports. He'll join us coming up in a little bit. The former All-Pro defensive end Marcellus Wiley has some very interesting thoughts on what happened Monday night in Cincinnati. Phone calls always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Thank you to all the great phone calls yesterday. It was a difficult day for all involved and trying to get through that, understand that, trying to keep things in perspective of what happened Monday night, now what happens as we move forward, what the NFL does, the uh, safety, the concerns, uh, the contributions, charitable contributions to DeMar Hamlin, And uh, his foundation, wonderful moments there. A lot of players, teams stepped up. And here is a player who was basically trying to raise $2,500 for Christmas gifts. And now we're approaching $6 million in donations. Players, Tom Brady stepped up, Matthew Stafford stepped up, teams stepped up. And uh, really, it was remarkable to be able to see that yesterday unfold. This program brought to you by DraftKings, the sportsbook same-game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with the code PATRICK, get a special offer. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. We will have stat of the day, poll question, play of the day, all of that forthcoming. Uh, Seton, in fact, let's start with you uh, with whatever poll question you might be considering. Next year, Jim Harbaugh will be dot, dot, dot. Wow. That's uh, three minutes in, and we're hitting on a hot button here. Let's go. 
Well, there's a new report that he's had a conversation with the Carolina Panthers owner, David Tepper. Now, it's not an interview. That, to me, is like, what's the conversation? Okay, so if I have a conversation, at what point does it become an interview? If I'm the owner of the Carolina Panthers, if I just have a conversation, am I interviewing you? I mean, if I sit at the dinner table with my wife and I ask her questions, I'm not interviewing her. We're having a conversation. We're just having dinner. But I wondered about that where you go, Jim Harbaugh can say, you know what? He just wanted to pick my brain. I took, I took the call, you know, just wanted to, you know, have a conversation with him. You know, I got some players that maybe the Panthers could be interested in, you know, leaving <laughs> Michigan. There you go. I mean, there's a lot of ways to sort of massage this a little bit. <laughs> uh, I think Jim Harbaugh is done in Michigan. I really do. I think that he, now I don't know. I haven't been told anything. I'm just l- looking at this from afar. And, and you know, I'm going to put in some common sense. Jim Harbaugh's probably taken that program as far as he can take it. Got to the Final Four twice. He's a hot commodity again. You beat Ohio State twice. Three years ago, the NFL was really in play. Last year, the NFL was really in play. He got turned down by the Vikings, reportedly. Do I think Jim Harbaugh goes, I'm going to be 60 next year? If I don't go now, when am I going? And here's the thing, when you go into the NFL, if you fail, and most college coaches do, you can always go back to college. I mean, look at Steve uh, Spurrier, and look at Nick Saban. Uh, I mean, you know, unless you have a situation like Urban Meyer did, where there's too much baggage for him to go anywhere, other than, you know, the pregame show at Fox, Jim Harbaugh is going to have opportunities if he wants to. But he's got Michigan, and he left Michigan in a better place than when he got there. After taking over for Brady Hoke and what he's done with them, I get the feeling that he's probably seriously considering coaching in the NFL. Now, I don't know if he just wants a job or there's a specific job because there's a difference there. Carolina, okay, that's a a winnable division. But I don't know if he's as hot a coaching commodity as Sean Payton is, and Sean Payton's going to be able to go, hmm, I think I want Carolina. And he could probably get Carolina. But Jim Harbaugh having a conversation with an owner, to me, sounds like semantics. That's an interview. I'm going to pick your brain. Jim, you interested? Like, what conversation do you have where it doesn't get to, are you interested in the job? What would it take for you to leave Michigan? I mean, what else are you talking about? Hey, who do you like a national title game, Jim? Yeah, Seaton. It's kind of feeling like, uh, you know how it's nice to be wanted? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jim Harbaugh is feels like a guy who likes to be wanted. Because <laughs> you could go back to, uh, let's see, this is 2009, yeah. I want to say. And a statement, in response to the persistent reports speculating about my interest in other coaching positions, I would like to unequivocally state that I am 100% committed to Stanford. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
He's always the guy who's before he jumps ship. There's the rumor swirling, and he's like, would you just stop? Okay, I'm not leaving Stanford for the NFL. Well, it's not as egregious as Nick Saban. No, it's not as it's not as egregious, but every single end of the season, it's a uh, Jim Harbaugh on the move? Question, Question mark? mark? <laughs> and I, like, it's every season. Like He just signed a five-year deal and a one, another one-year extension and all this stuff. And it's like, God, these why do these reports always just follow me? Where are they coming from? Why does everybody always say this stuff about me? What is it with these rumors? But look at Matt Rule. Failed in the NFL. Got the job at Nebraska. Jim Harbaugh may go, let me try this one more time. Let me see if I can get a Super Bowl because my brother has a Super Bowl. And he might say, I got, I got some things, you know, he was very good. He's very good every place he goes and would probably be good in the NFL. The question is, can you say to your alma mater, and it's been contentious there. It's been a little bit more of a bumpy ride there, but they wanted something back from him like money. And then he probably said, well, I want money back from you because look at what I did. Now he got to the final four again. And he probably looks around and, and factor these things in, in as well. College football now, as opposed to college football five, ten years ago, is completely different because you've got transfer portal, name, image, and likeness, you know, the NIL deals that are going on, and the players are coming and going. NFL is, I got a salary cap, I get to draft you, I get you under contract. It sounds simpler than college. And it, it wasn't always that way. You know, college football, as you get there, you're under contract with your scholarship, and you're not leaving for at least three years. Now it's like, nah, I had a decent year. I think I'm going to go. Where are you going? Well, they offered me a couple million dollars. Okay. With the NFL, it's, and I never thought I would say that, it's more simplistic than college football is right now. I got one job. I just coach you. I don't have to worry about, you know, the local car dealer going, uh, hey, uh, we're going to give Jimmy Lipper $4 million. Wait, now I got a 20-year-old with making as much money as maybe some coaches. Uh, what could go wrong in a situation like that? Ego. Uh, try, you know, coaches are all control freaks. You know? I mean, that's why Saban is so good in college. Wasn't good in the NFL. You could control more. Now that's not the case. And I think Jim Harbaugh, he wanted the Minnesota job reportedly and was turned down. Went back, did a wonderful job. You beat Ohio State twice. You've gone to the Final Four twice. I don't know if it gets any better. And that's why I think if Jim Harbaugh is offered the job, I think he's going to coach in the NFL next year. Yeah, Paul. Two things. I wonder if there's going to be a day with NIL if a college player is making more than their head coach. And here's a possible example. Mac Brown in North Carolina makes five million a year, right? I wonder if his quarterback is approaching that because we we said there's reports out there that uh, Drake May was being wooed at five million a year from two different teams. How attractive as a a jumping off point is the Carolina Panthers? Fresh, open, you know, blank slate at the quarterback position. Well, I don't want to have a blank slate at the quarterback position. They have a top eight draft pick. Yeah, but you're not going to get a great quarterback. Yeah. to me, any job you take, if you get the opportunity to pick, I got to. I, I look at the quarterbacking situation. I mean, I want to look at ownership. Uh, like Denver, the the owner wants to be involved in picking the coach, not the GM. The owner does. That would make me nervous. 
But, you know, you give me the eighth pick in the draft. I don't have a quarterback. I'm in a division that's not very good. I uh, gave away Christian McCaffrey. Who do we have here? I mean, the fact that they were in playoff contention is really due to how bad the NFC South was. Yes, Eden. But isn't there something to be said about that blank slate like Paulie was just sort of talking mm-hmm. about, the Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans, where it's sort of like you're not stuck with – very rarely does a really good coaching job open up that's locked in at quarterback. You don't have to worry about that. That's taken care of. Those jobs don't come available. Yeah. But I'd rather take the Texans' job because I know I'm going to get Bryce Young. Mm. I'd rather take the Texans' job – and that's also a division that you can get better quicker and you can compete. Yeah. Whereas I'm in Carolina, I'm in no man's land with, so I'm going to get Derek Carr. I'm going to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Who am I going to get? Am I going to get the fourth rated quarterback in the draft? Am I to get who? See, that would concern me. I got to know, are we going to spend money? What quarterback's going to be available? Now let's start the rebuild. Because if you don't have a quality quarterback, I don't care how good your team is. It's not going to matter. Yeah, Paul. Your boy is still there on IR. Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Sitting there at Carolina. Rookie contract. I do like Matt Corral. You love you, you, Matt Corral. I do love Matt Corral. Not enough to leave Michigan to go (laughs) coach Carolina. bold statement. And what's the reason why you left, Coach Harbaugh? Matt Corral factor. (laughs) You know, have what you about heard, the Matt Corral factor? Yeah. Have you listened to Dan Patrick? He loves Matt Corral. I'm right, right with him. It's Matthew, guys. Yeah, <laughs> he changed it. Yeah. Uh, what other poll question do we? I'll ask Chris Sims that. What he thinks going to happen with Harbaugh? Well, yeah, I think we just stumbled onto that one. Yeah, uh, better, better head coaching opportunity. Panthers, Texans. <laughs> well, I also go back to ownership, and I would. I don't know about the Texans' ownership. Now, that that would make me nervous as well. Because if ownership lets you do your job, when you look at success in the NFL, most of the time, ownership stays out of the football, on the field business. They handle business. But, you know, that's why the Cowboys have always tripped over themselves. Because Jerry gets too involved. He cares too much. Whereas Robert Kraft goes, they know more than I do. I'm really good at this. They're really good at that. Uh, the Steelers have always been great, consistent. Uh, the Packers trying to stay out of it. Now, that's a different type of ownership there. Uh, the, the New York football giants were great for decades because ownership stayed out of things, trusted the coaches that they had, the players that they had, the GMs they had. Uh you know, even you go, I mean, it's, it's littered. History, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They stay out of it. They just let Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes do what they need to do. They don't, their ego is good. It's these owners who are, you know, self-made now, and it's about social media. It's about, hey, notice me. A lot of these owners, they don't get involved in that, and I think their teams benefit as a result. Yeah, Paulie. Would you guys rather have the Colts job? Because it will be, people will be interviewed. For that job, it's it's interim, so they have to. Mm-hmm. Colts job or Carolina Panthers job? Are they pretty close? Well, the Colts have more talent, I think, both sides of the ball. Uh, I got a blank slated both team with both teams at quarterback. Colts have the fifth pick, and if they do their job, they can get it maybe up to the third pick. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still have some expectations with that team, too, though. Yeah, but Carolina flirting with the playoffs. I mean, that owner doesn't seem patient. We're they, still not that far away from the Colts being one player away. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Andrew Luck is coming back. I'm in the uh, drive-up line for drop-off. It's cool. Oh. Listen to the show. Yes, Todd. I think in the short term, I would take the Carolina job just because the AFC is so stacked. If I want to make an immediate impact, they both are in weak divisions, but I would lean towards Carolina. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. All right, we'll settle on a poll question. Chris Sims will join us. Your phone calls are always welcome. Uh, let's see, anything else that we need to tell you about? Uh, we'll run through the scenarios, what could happen here, trying to reschedule the Bills-Bengals, if they're able to do it. Uh, so we got a lot of things to get to. And, uh, and hopefully we get some more good news about DeMar Hamlin uh, we'll keep an eye on that, social media, the updates, and uh, the people we have around the sport who are always uh, you know, willing to contribute to this program if there's breaking news. We'll take a break. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. DraftKings. Ah, the fans, the tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national title game. One of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook, national title game. And uh, right now, $5 bet. New customers bet $5 on college football. Get $200 in free bets instantly. That's win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code PATRICK. And new customers bet just $5 on college football. Get $200 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PATRICK only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was watching Oklahoma City face Boston last night. Who has it better than I do? Nobody. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Oklahoma City scored 150 points last night, and they didn't have Shea Gilgis Alexander. Wow. They had five players score at least 20 points last night. Giannis went for 55 without making a three-pointer. That's the most by any player without making at least one three-pointer since 1979, and that's when they introduced the three-point shot. Yes, Paulie. I have a theory on the Oklahoma City Thunder. When you have a team where there's one guy doing all the shooting mm-hmm. and he takes a night off, everyone's mm-hmm. like, cool, I'm getting my shots up tonight. I mm-hmm. think they had five guys with 20-plus. Yes, they did. I think it's a green light for the rest of the team. Yes, they did. Uh, this in from Jeremy Fowler of the Mothership. The commanders are expected to go back to Taylor Heineke as the starter for the season finale against the Cowboys. Rookie Sam Howell also slated to play. And say goodbye to Carson Wentz. Uh, Probably uh, deactivate Carson Wentz, and you wonder if he'll ever play again in the NFL. Let's bring in Chris Sims, the former NFL quarterback and, of course, pro football talk live co-host. If I would have told you five years ago, Carson Wentz may be on his way out of football, you would have said what? I'd go, wow. I mean, what what happened? How serious was his injury? Yeah. that he had that that would make him want to retire at this point of his career. That's what I would have thought. You know, I, I don't think he's going to be out of football, Dan, but I'd certainly think he's officially relegated to backup quarterback. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and again, you know, that's – I understand it, but let's not forget, too, uh, it, it's this year, the last game. It was not good. I get that. You know, he was the quarterback of a team earlier this year who couldn't protect or run the ball at all. 
Taylor Heineke kind of got to get the benefits of when the team got together. Uh, but, you know, he, he was okay last year. It was 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions last year. It's not the worst guy no. in football. No. He just makes some dumb mistakes, but I, don't, I think his starting days are done, Dan. All right, let me ask you about the Bills and Bengals in the aftermath. If you're a player on the Buffalo Bills right now, how much do you want to have this game rescheduled or make it a tie? I don't yeah, I don't want it rescheduled. I don't. Like I I I I think I'd want if I was a player or even as I sit here right now, I just want to go, let's just move on with life and continue to go forward here. It just the karma throwing us back out there on the field this week or even maybe next week where that's been thrown out there as well. Uh, to me, you're just going to reignite the bad thoughts and the feelings and all the, the mental health issues that could go along with this to where, hey, this is just – it's an unforeseen circumstance. It's, but, we're but uncharted. What, what about yeah. the Bengals? I, I, I know. I, you know, I, it stinks. Life's not fair sometimes. And I, that's just the way it fell. I don't know. It's, it's, I'm sorry. I, I, I do feel for them. I understand that. I feel for the Ravens and the fact that they don't get a chance or maybe the Bills could have beat the Bengals and then the Ravens could have beat the Bengals and they could win you know, the division and have a home playoff game. But it's just the way it's you know, shook out this year. And I, it's unfortunate, certainly, because the Bengals are really good. But you know one thing I know about the Bengals? They don't give a damn. That's for sure. They got a quarterback, I think, who goes – Okay, wait, whatever, it doesn't matter. F it. If we got to go play on the road and beat Josh Allen and Mahomes there, we can do it. Bring it on, and I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, I wonder if – what do you do if you're the NFL? Because if Buffalo says we don't want to go back to Cincinnati, yeah. you, can't, you can't hand them a forfeit. It, it'll look bad. You know, the court of public opinion would be really, really upset with the NFL. But I don't know. Can you do winning percentage when it comes to the seeding for the playoffs? Yeah, I, I feel like that's to me the best option. Yeah. You know, that that that's the way I feel about it at least. Uh, you're, I mean, it, it's it's not going to be fair. But I, I think that's really as we look at it right now. You know, it's either hey, we go on. This week, and we push forward, and we play the Week 18 slate, and the Bills and Bengals played one less game than everybody else, and we just got to figure it out. Or it's, wait, we make everybody else not play football, right? Yeah. For a week, and we finish that game. Yeah. Uh, or vice versa. They finish Week 18, and then they finish that game the week after. To me, that just causes more problems and issues than it's worth, and I think you just got to go forward. When you got injured and uh, yeah. you lost your spleen, take me back to what the, the medical, like, I don't know if you knew how badly you, you were, you know, hurt. Right. Uh, it, it was different than you know, Monday night. And I'm not trying to make the comparison other than the medical facilities and the attention that were on the field that day when you got injured. Yeah, uh, well, I think the NFL has gotten even better in that department as compared to my day right now that's, what, 16 years ago, basically. But, you know, it was kind of a controversial thing there because, again, I was somebody that, yeah, this it wasn't as, as jarring as what we saw here the other night, but, you know, was, they brought my wife in to say bye to me because um, and, and, they weren't sure. Wait, but, like, wait when did they... 
Like they brought my wife in right before I was going to go into surgery and all that to say bye to me because I had lost nine pints of blood, right? And you only got 14 in your body, and they were already starting the blood transfusion at that point. Um, but yeah, it was it was very iffy. Wow. Um, and and I had a ton of blood in my abdomen, and they did they didn't know. So you know, again, I, I can relate to a degree. Uh, this was was far more serious and immediate right at the moment. But the medical attention was phenomenal. It's the hard. It was the hard part, you know. And we talk about this a lot. Is just that I, I was a grown man. I didn't think I was dying on the field. I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. I was extremely uncomfortable. But you and were it was dying. Be- I was dying, right? I was. I was bleeding out internally, and that's why I was. I was short. I couldn't figure out why am I? Why can't I breathe as the game was getting to the end? Like I couldn't because I had so much blood trapped in my abdomen. There was no room for my lungs to exp- expand. Um, this was certainly a, a more harsh reality check here and hit home, especially because we saw it in the marquee game, maybe of the year on Monday Night Football. Um, but the medical staff couldn't have been better. And they, some of them took some heat because I continued to play and all that. And it wasn't fair. They did everything they could within their power. And it was a weird injury. And it was unforeseen at that time. And, wow. you know, still hasn't been seen to this point and, to this day. And you're taught to hide the injury. Right. Well, I, we were 0-2. I'm a Sims. So I'm already a stubborn SOB. All right. And I was... I'm, I haven't established myself as a definite, you know, franchise quarterback, right, Dan? Yeah. I mean, I there's they were gonna wait. You're gonna have to pull me off the field. That just wasn't gonna happen, and that's the struggle that you know the NFL and players have to this day. All right, if you're Jim Harbaugh, feels like there's more than just smoke here. If the NFL yeah. calls, let's say Carolina offers Jim Harbaugh the job, what do you do? I think he'll take it. That's the first thing. I brought his name up, you know, in conjunction with the Broncos last week, a little with Florio on PFT, just because I've heard from too many people around football that, yeah, that think he's, he's trying to get back into the NFL. That's his ultimate goal. I understand like the appeal. I mean, he's one of the safer bets out there. I think him, Sean Payton are probably the safest bet as far as like, you know, you need a guy that's stable, proven, tried, true, will come in, change the culture, get things going in the right direction. Yeah, he he makes sense for that. And I can see that why a Denver or a Carolina would like a guy like Jim Harbaugh. I don't see Sean Payton in Carolina. Feels like and and it feels like Sean Payton is going to have his pick of whatever job. Therefore, right. I want to know what's the best quarterbacking situation that I'm going to go into. Would that be where you know Harbaugh and Sean Payton would probably go? Who's your quarterback going to be? Carolina doesn't have one, unless you say, "Hey, the reclamation project of Sam Darnold." Okay, uh, you don't have a high draft pick. I think you have eighth. Whereas yeah. Denver. You don't have any draft picks, and you got your quarterback there. Uh, right. Arizona, maybe, if that's open. You got Cliff I Kingsbury, know. if you're all in on that. Uh, the Colts, good team, no quarterback. Right. Handicap yeah. the jobs there if uh, you're Sean Payton uh, or Jim Harbaugh. Right. I, you know, the, 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 the Cliff Kingsbury thing's interesting. I think when all said and done, they'll stay status quo because of the Kyler Murray injury. And it seems like there is guarantees in Cliff Kingsbury's contract through 2026. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll save him at the end of the day. Um, and, and then the other three, 
you know, you you said it right. I think the thing that's interesting about Jim Harbaugh is I don't think quarterback is a make it or break it type of thing for him. He's not going to make the team about that. We know what they're going to do. It's going to be some boring offense that's going to be detailed and tough, and the defense is going to be detailed and tough, and they're going to tackle you and block you and and play situational football the right way. That's what you're going to get from Jim Harbaugh. Um, Sean Payton, yeah, I would think is a little bit more quarterback thinking that way, you know. And 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 Denver's the one that jumps out to you when you you certainly think about that situation. Because is just that an wait. enviable job? I know that's the question. I mean, who would have thought if I would say, "Hey, you get to coach Russell Wilson in Denver," and that might be a negative? I, I yes, that, that that's the thing we don't know is what are his thoughts and feel mm. of Russell Wilson. I mean, I think everybody knows Russell Wilson's good, and we expect him to turn it around. I think there was, you know, again, the league itself. I think Seattle was always telling people, "Hey, there's he's good, but he might not be as great as you think." And I think a lot of people thought, "Oh, maybe they're just saying that to for propaganda purposes and mm-hmm. all of that." Uh, but how could you not think that by watching that this year? Uh, but the, the, that, and, and let me just say this about the Carolina Panthers too. I think that team's got a lot of young talent. It's just a quarterback situation. So it's, yeah, is it the dysfunction? Can you fix the Broncos and that quarterback? Cause the team has a lot of things you like, or do you go with, wait, we got a team in Carolina and Indianapolis who have some potential, but the quarterback is still a major issue and has to be fixed there. I guess this is a good problem for the giants to have, but I brought it up in September if they play well, if they go to the playoffs, now what do you do with Daniel Jones and Saquon yeah. Barkley? Because right. you got to make big financial commitments. I'll make you the owner of the Giants. What are you going to do with those two players now that you're playoff bound? I, I'm 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 going to keep them for sure. I've been saying that with the Daniel Jones situation here for a little bit. One, I mean, but franchise, I, or are you going to give them a long, you know, big deal? I'm going to give them a I, I'm going to give them a deal. I'm going to give him a deal that's like, you know, maybe a three, four-year deal that I can get out of after a year or two, maybe two years to be safe that way. What if he says no? Well, I, I would go, well, tell me where the grass is greener and tell me who's going to believe in you more than we are. He could go to and, Washington. He well, could go well, to Carolina. Well, he could, but he got, do they have Brian Dayball and and – you know, do they believe in him the way Brian Dayball and the Maras and do you the Tish family? In, do you believe in Daniel Jones? I do. Forget, I do believe forget in him. Okay, if I said yeah. he's going to cost you $40 million a year, do you believe in Daniel Jones? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, that's about wow. where I think it, Are it, you it sure? should be. That, that didn't sound I, definitive. I can deal. Well, I mean, again, the number, all right, that's it's a big number. Well, then what do you do with look- Saquon Barkley? Can I get Saquon Barkley four years, $40 million? I don't. That would be dicey. That's a scarier situation, and he's the one that maybe I would think about franchising. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. So that that'd be the one I would think about. Daniel Jones, though, uh, uh, as I've said, and I think I've said to you before, you know, it, it, there's a lot of positives. There really is, and and to say that he was with a bad offensive line the first few years of his career is really an understatement. It was the worst offensive line. Yep. And there's still not a lot of talent around him, and you're seeing a coach that kind of just put him in the right spot polished a few things with his game, and all of a sudden, every week we go, I mean, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are carrying the offense. 
You see them play. Yeah. It's quarterback design run. It's hand. It's a Saquon. It's bootleg. <laughs> it's, oh, my gosh, I don't have a lot of time to throw it. I got to get it out of my hand quick on a drop back pass. He does that well. He scrambles well. So I want to uh, see the consistency. I, yeah. You know, you got a good head coach. Now get yep. him a couple of weapons there. Before I let you go, right? you want to talk about the elephant in the room? What is that elephant? Your feud with ESPN? Well, I, listen, I just don't like they cherry-picked. I got no problem with them putting me on blast, but I made a comment off of Von Miller talking with um, you know, Michael Parsons a few weeks ago, right, with the Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles situation, yeah. and Michael Parsons kind of saying, hey, it's the team. And I said, yeah. I said, Jalen Hurts is really good. I said they would still be really good with Gardner Minshew. Like, I, I still think they would be in the, the conversation for one of the best teams in the NFC if Gardner Minshew was the quarterback. Does that mean they're as good with him as Jalen Hurts? No. But my problem with it, Dan, is, okay, they march the ball up and down the field against the Cowboys. He plays really good. He throws two interceptions, which one of them you go, no, receiver, you can't let the DB take it out of your hands and take the ball. And then the fun, they fumble the ball twice. They're up by 10 in the fourth quarter. But where was ESPN Sports Center then? They didn't want to tweet anything. Hey, Chris, maybe you were freaking right with that comment. Well, they, Instead, they're going to wait till the team falls apart. The they week don't after. do that. All right. And, well, and they, why they, they, would they put you on Sports Center? You work for NBC. Well, why would they put me on their Instagram then and try to get all these likes and clicks and attention off of it? Well, they want. So to, all they, I'm they, saying they, is they, buck up, Bart, <laughs> and then bring me on and talk, or give me credit the first week. Don't okay, cherry why pick don't and wait you for it show there. up? It's not right. that long a drive from Stanford, Connecticut, up to Bristol, and right. when Orlovsky walks in the door, you say, "Hey." We're going in together to do NFL Live. I would love that. I love Dan, so I'm all for it. And I have nothing personal to Dan. I'm more about Omar, who runs the Instagram there, <laughs> who I used to work with at Bleacher oh, Report. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, yeah, that's whoa. where. Name calling. That's Omar. Where I didn't get that. Omar yeah, coming. Omar coming. Omar screwed me, and we were supposed to be friends. So that's where I didn't like that. And okay. I have no problem. I know I'm wrong sometimes. I get that. I'm not, I have to make a, a comments and opinions about every subject in football. So I'm going to be wrong. I understand that. And I have great respect for Jalen Hurts. All I was saying is I didn't think he deserved to be in the MVP conversation with Mahomes. But why don't and you Burrow have them Allen. on pro? Why don't you have Omar on Pro Football Talk Live? Dan, you work there. You know how Sports Center and the ESPN is. They don't let any of their employees talk to anybody <laughs> ever. I mean, so uh, I, I can't deal with it. So okay. I'm not the kind of guy that's just going to sit back and just let them slap me around. You know me well enough now. So. I attacked them a little bit, and you know, it, but it's nothing personal to any of their on-air talent. I just thought that was cherry-picking and a little bit of a BS move that they did there. ESPN's got some spleening to do. <laughs> yes, they do. Full, full circle there with the spleen. <laughs> well done. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Wait, you got Omar coming there, Marvin? <laughs> that's the sounds of the ESPN hallway. Yeah, that's what it sounds like when Omar, Omar walks, walks down the hall. <laughs> Could you take Orlovsky? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I got. I. I listen. I. If I he, like listening to Dan. He's awesome with what he does. I like to think I could take anybody. I mean, that's the way I am. I mean, geez, unless he's unless he's like a defensive tackle or an offensive lineman, I, I you can't I like to take think... you can't take Booger and you can't take no. Swagoo. 
No, definitely not. Definitely Mina not. Kimes, was, you can't take Mina Kimes. No way. I don't want to mess with her either. <laughs> You're right. Hey, those are the real moments you got to have, though. Like, you know how those those fathers always talk to their kids and like how a kid always thinks, oh, my dad can beat up anybody. I can remember it like my kid being like five years old, six years old, and him seeing some football players I played with and them going, him going, well, dad, you could still beat him up, right? And I went, nope, I absolutely not. He'd kick the crap out of me, Philip. I got no chance. And I thought that was a good teaching moment to go, you know, sometimes you, know, you can't win them all. You just got to learn. <laughs> good to talk to you as always. Always, always. Say hi to those keep, jerks keep, back there. Whoa, right? whoa. <laughs> they're not Omar. Oh, darn. I had them confused. Sorry yeah, for a second. They're on your side. Wait, are you guys on Sims's side or Omar's? Seaton? Yeah, yeah. More Omar? Well, we're Sims-ish. Oh, you're Sims-ish. Oh, yeah. Good. Always good. Chris. I oh, take no. that back. You're not jerks. I do like you no. guys. You know, I'm on Omar's side because he's creating content, and that's his job. All right. Well, I'm doing the same here, too. And one thing we do know is I could take you, and I know where you are, so you better watch it, all right? But if I get you after you've been at the dispensary, uh, then, yeah, then, then I can take you. That'll tilt the scale for sure. <laughs> I can take you a little bit. Thank you, bud. All right, all right guys. We'll take you. a break. Play of the day up next. Time for new tires, then time to get a hold of TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. I love to be able to tell you about one of our partners, how they can make life a whole lot easier for you. You talk to people who have experience, knowledge, passion to assist every single driver. Plus the easy-to-use tire decision guide. How easy is it? Fritzy can use it. Answer a few questions, get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got all the great tires. Now, they have something that's unique. In many areas, they offer mobile tire installation. A tire rack technician brings new tires to your home or office, installs them on site. The ultimate convenience, a game changer. Also, you can have them ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan and see for yourself. See how easy it is, and you'll hear the care and passion that they have. TireRack.com slash Dan, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God! The play, the play, play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Box in the perimeter. Four seconds to go. Gotta go. Drives. Scoops. Scores. Four tenths of a second remaining. De'Aaron Fox with 22 in the quarter has given the Kings the lead. That's courtesy of the Jabs Radio or uh, Kings Radio Network, I believe. KHTK, 11.40 a.m. Jazz have lost five in a row by a combined 17 points. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Starter continue collection now. PaniniAmerica.net. Once again, the uh, commanders, according to the mothership, expected to turn back to Taylor Heineke, the backup quarterback is expected to be rookie quarterback Sam Howell. Carson Wentz, perhaps deactivated. A couple of uh, phone calls in here. Uh, Scott in Arizona leads us off. Good morning, Scott. What's on your mind? Hey, Danny. Thanks for having me on. Uh, quick observation and then a comment about the uh, my, my thoughts on the NFL's handling of Monday. My observation is, you know, 50... Years, I'm an old guy like you, I guess, and, and 50 years of AM sports radio. You're, you're too humble to say this, so I'm going to say it on behalf of the audience. Yesterday was your Al Michaels San Francisco earthquake moment. 
you handled it so well. For you to replay that Cincy Sports Guys interview, because there's nothing else you could say that topped his observation. If that's not an Emmy, I don't know what is. Thank you, Scott. What else do you have? Well, he had one other thought, I think. Well, can't top that, Scott. Next time, Scott. Yeah, sorry. Marv, did you do that? No, MVC. Okay, yes, I did. I dropped him. <laughs> sorry. Mm. Well, sorry about that, Scott. But thank you. Thank you. He's out of the running already for caller of the year. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was almost about It was off to a good start. but uh, Tom in North Carolina. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan Dennett. Hey, Tom. It's my birthday today. Happy birthday to Tom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, Tom. Are you one? Are you two? (laughs) Okay, don't don't hang up on me yet, Marvin. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I was thinking, Dan, I do like Steve Wilkes. I do think he's uh, take consideration in Carolina, but I was wanting to get your opinion on who the over-under is, what the over-under is going to be for coaches this year. So is, mm. is, is um, Dallas going to get – if they are if they get bounced by Tampa, are, is, are they going to be in the mix? Washington, maybe even New England, question mark? Oh, you know, I, I, I want to be fair to those who have their jobs that there hasn't been doubt about it. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury I don't think is a very good coach. But he is under contract there, and they extended his contract. I'm assuming he's going to stay there. Uh, the Carolina situation, you got an interim head coach. They're, I would say, open for business. Denver, we know, is open for business. Indy is open for business. If Dallas, this is just a feeling. If Dallas doesn't get past the second round, I, I can't imagine Mike McCarthy's back. I just think Jerry Jones has been loyal, loyal to a fault with Jason Garrett, and he won't be that loyal to Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Paul. If you're Sean Payton and you really have a lot of the – you have control, you have leverage. If Dallas ever offered you a job, would you say, yes, I'll take it if we have a GM to go with me? Well, that's not happening. Right. Then he – I would say if I were Sean Payton, I said, then I'm not happening. Uh, I wouldn't turn down being the coach of the Cowboys. Without full control. Yeah. You're never going to have that with Jerry Jones. Yeah. Uh, do I think Bill Belichick is on the hot seat? No. Do I think he would leave New England and go elsewhere? No. I mean, they're they're still in the playoff mix. I just think he's got to figure out, you know, offensive coordinator. What are you doing here? And, you know, do you love Mac Jones? And if you do, then go out and get some players for him. I mean, I still, you watch New England and you go, who are the guys who change the game? How many guys do you have who can change the game? Not on offense. Defense. And that's all they're missing, it feels like, is, you know, who do we have? And you got to decide, is Mac Jones your quarterback? But, you know, Bill Belichick going someplace else to start over? I don't see that happen. Unless he went to Navy and coached Navy football. And I could see, is Navy football still open? They did let their coach go. They have an interim coach. I don't yeah. think they brought him up yet. I could see that. Or I could see him going someplace else. Yes, Marv. Or to coach lacrosse. Yeah. He loves lacrosse. Yes, he does. We'll check in with the Buffalo Bills coming up next hour.
more of your phone calls as well. We'll update the poll results. One hour in the books. Two more to go. Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, and yours truly. One more item as we close out hour one. Instagram has become one of the top apps for online entertainment and connecting with others, but... There's a downside. Cyber criminals use it to run online scams. Here's uh, some of the most popular ones they're doing. Asking for more money. Telling you you've won a prize, a gift card. Asking for you to apply for a job. Sending a link to an unsafe website. Got to understand how cyber criminals, cyber crime affecting our lives. Identity theft affecting our lives. So much personal information we put out there. You need LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. Taking loans. Loans out in your name, and if you become a victim, identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but protect what is yours with LifeLock. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com. Promo code Patrick for 25% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.